You are Locked On Padres. Your daily San Diego Padres podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Padres Podcast, which is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day for Tuesday, November 10th. My name, of course, as always, is your host, Javier Reyes. Um, check out and follow the Twitter page for the show, which is at LO underscore Padres, or my personal account, which is at Javapeno, which is J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. And if you feel so inclined, guys, please hit me up on there with any questions, comments, or concerns that you might have. Uh, check out the uh, Twitter page, by the way, because by now there should be a tweet up saying for you to send me some of your questions. So please do that, guys. Planning on doing a mailbag this week. Uh, probably probably Friday or Thursday or Friday. I don't know which day uh, between the two so far, but uh, one of those days for sure gonna do like a little bit of a mailback hopefully uh so send me your questions for sure um and today's episode i'm talking with uh someone else about questions i guess you could say uh my friend gabrielle star who's been on the podcast before she hosts locked on red Sox. uh you should check out her podcast and her show for sure i'll link that in the description uh really cool we just talk about a lot of the offseason stuff of like basically week one of mlb offseason from the hirings of larusa and hinch to uh alex core being back and the justin turner situation and just baseball and a little bit of my Rob Badford bashing, so if you enjoy that, I guess you're going to enjoy this pod for sure. Uh, and then, you know, just to, to, I'm recording this on a Tuesday, this little intro right here. Uh, we recorded this before the LaRusa news came out with the, the DUI that just happened uh, late last night, uh, that a P was arrested for a DUI about like a, like a week before um, the, the White Sox hired him officially and they... They hired him like the next day after he, you know, got the sentence or whatever the heck it was. Not the sentence, but got the got the charge, I guess you could say. Um, so, you know, my thoughts on that are very similar to how I feel about Larusa in general, which is kind of what me and Herb talked about last week. You guys should check that out, which is basically like, you know, this is the same guy who's lecturing everybody on how to play the game well, yet you're getting arrested for DUIs a lot. It's just not a good look. It's not a good look for baseball, not a good look for White Sox, the White Sox certainly. Uh, and it's just, it's really an unfortunate situation. So I don't, I, and it just goes to show, it's like, I don't know any employment place in the world where you just get hired a week after you just got arrested for a DUI. But anyway, uh, I digress. Uh, everybody, hope you hopefully you enjoy this. It's going to be a three-parter actually with Gabrielle talking about all this stuff. So that'll take up at least the majority of the week for you guys to enjoy. Without further ado, let's go. I feel like we're due. It's been it's been too. I've well, I forgot the last time we recorded. Was was it Mitch? I think it was Mitch. I think it. The last time we recorded, was just the Mitch? two of us was definitely Mitch. Yeah. So that was August or September first or whatever. Right. And then I think that the, was like in terms of just you, me, and John. I think was that was Jackie. That was forty two. The content thing has been, it's been interesting. Every day, it's like, mm. welcome back to Lockdown Red Sox. We still don't have a manager. Check back with me tomorrow for like four and a half weeks. Um, yeah, yeah. But now we do have a manager. So anyway, all right. Yeah, so, so excited to talk about that. The dynamic duo, Gavin Javi, the most <laughs> unlikely pairing in Major League Baseball, Red Sox and Padres. Well, I mean, maybe Red Sox and Yankees would be more unlikely, but I love our conversations. I'm so glad mm-hmm. we're doing it again. Me too, man. And it's been a crazy week, I think. Uh, just uh, <laughs> yeah. for, for a number of reasons, for a number of reasons that we won't get into that are worldly things, but also just low key, like a really crazy week in baseball. And in my podcast, I talked to um, Chris Castellani about AJ Hinch. I talked to Herb Lawrence about Tony Lusa. And now your team has a new manager too. 
Well, a new old manager, but yeah, I mean, yeah. it's funny because, <laughs> you know, last week when the World Series ended, I remember seeing Jeff pass and tweet that uh, the baseball offseason was not going to be, you know, super fast paced and like hot and, you know, exciting. Like he, he said, it's not going to be like the NBA offseason. Like this isn't going to be like dramatic and, you know, intense and like free agency is not going to be like a wild ride and blah, blah, blah. Like, and then like immediately after the World Series ended, even just like with the Justin Turner thing happening, like the mm-hmm. second the game was over, but like yeah. at the, the first day of the off season, everything just started. I feel, I feel like he was trying to like, you know, keep our expectations low, but this week has been crazy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I just, I don't even know where to start. Obviously we're going to, we're going to talk about your boy and my boy too, actually, just because, you know, I feel like we should go in order like chronologically, that, but... right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, in terms of the Turner thing, I mean, we did just get an update on that, right? So uh, MLB, like, announced that uh, there won't be, like, a suspension for, for Justin Turner, which is, um, hmm. What are the right words to use right now for this? I'm trying to think here. I mean, I would just kind of start off by saying I think that there's something wrong with, you know, just, just being in this situation where I think Turner shouldn't have been allowed to be on the field in the first place. This is just, it's very, it was such an awkward moment the way they literally have Justin Turner on the ticker test positive for COVID. And then he's just like smiling and he's just with his teammates. It's like, what's going on? Like, why is this happening? How is this allowed to happen? I think there's just a lack of leadership there. And, and then oh, yeah. obviously, like I said, they just announced that there's not going to be a suspension, which is crazy. I mean, you know, obviously we hate on the Astros, I mean, but, you know. No I, Astros got suspended. I don't know. It's just like the players, no matter what they do, I guess. It's just like, whatever. We don't care. I don't. It's just odd to me because this is a sport that loves to kind of like portray this this facade of like honor and co- this code. And, don't, and, you know, people get suspended for. I guess PEDs sometimes, occasionally, and those people are like evil villains. But then, you know, people who actually cheated in the game and then abusers and then, of course, with Justin Turner, where it's like, yeah, you're literally hot for for COVID-19 and then now, you know, you're not getting anything for it, which is great. I think it's a really good uh, example to set for all the people watching that it's cool. And what annoys me most not to get into too political about is that, yeah, these people are like super rich. You know, they could afford some of the things they're taken care of a lot better than a lot of people in this country are right now. So it's even more uh, selfish on that front. Even just the fact that all of these players were able to get tests so frequently when for a lot of the baseball season, millions of people around the country did not have access to COVID testing. So, Mm -hmm. you know, my first thought, I remember when all of the news came out that Major League Baseball was going to be doing tests every 48 hours for players was, okay, so if they've had the ability to do this for all of the months that they were negotiating these, you know, the deal with the Players Association, you know, haggling over money and number of games, et cetera, why weren't they giving their own fans access to COVID testing? It just seemed like such a indicator of like our country's priorities that MLB players, NFL, NBA, et cetera, were going to have access to testing as often as they needed it, which I'm not saying they shouldn't, but I'm saying everybody should have, especially because a lot of people who needed access to testing were people who were working in actual essential jobs. Mm -hmm. There were people who actually really needed it, like sports 
did not actually have to come back that, this year. That's like the biggest overarching fact of this whole situation is like, well, you brought back baseball. So it's on you how you handle it, Major League Baseball. Like it's on you, Rob Manfred, yeah. how all of this goes down ultimately. Because yeah, I get it. You're going to lose money. But guess what? Unlike the rest of the country, baseball team owners are the people who can actually afford to lose money because they're billionaires. Most people don't have like an extra hundred million dollars stashed away. Most people are lucky if they have an extra thousand dollars stashed away in this country. The analogy that comes to mind for me with the whole Justin Turner situation is Oprah screaming, you get some blame and you get some blame. Everybody gets mm -hmm. some blame because yes, Justin Turner like wanted to be on the field. He wanted to go celebrate with his teammates. I would too, if I had just won a world series, but he shouldn't have been allowed to go back on that field. Like the fact that there was nothing in place to stop him from going on that field is a problem. And it reminds you that Major League Baseball spent like four months negotiating money and games and not enough time focusing on health and safety protocols. And we saw that literally the first week of MLB when a bunch of Marlins got sick and then a bunch of Cardinals got yeah. sick. You know, you're celebrating finally making it to the end of this season, which is something that we didn't actually like. I remember you and I talking about this and being like, do we actually think they're going to make it through a whole mm -hmm. season like this? Yeah. No, they finally do. And like the first thing that happens to remind us that this whole season was an absolute mess to begin with is the guy who tested positive for COVID during the game when they were supposed to be in a quote unquote postseason bubble is yeah. back on the field without a mask sitting next to his cancer survivor manager taking yeah. a photo and like pissing his life. And you're just like, what the hell is going on here? And it's like, look, you know, I've already kind of spoken about how I'm kind of over the whole, like, you're not like a real sports fan. If you're this and that, it's like, nah, bro. Like I also just have a really pretty balanced life, but not to flex, but uh, I freaking love the Padres. <laughs> I love baseball and I would lose my mind not having sports, but then guess what? I have books to read. I have video game. I have the video games to play Gabrielle. I have the anime to watch. I have the shows to think. So sorry if like my entire existence isn't like predicated on whether or not we get baseball games when it comes to potentially saving some life. And it, it's just, I, I, from the beginning, it's like, all right, like if, if for, theoretically, now this isn't true. I, I definitely think this is like a legit thing that people need to take seriously. Okay. Okay. If you overreact to, to COVID and whatnot, wouldn't you rather like be more safe than sorry when it comes to this. This isn't like betting on a blackjack casino table where it's like, oh, you want to go big or do you want to play small? No, no, no. This is like the stakes this time are like you. And also there's there's a little bit of unknown stuff about what COVID does aside from just people who have died. It's like what kind of long-term effects does it have? This isn't something we've that we've experienced before. You know, this isn't like a, we haven't diagnosed this perfectly. And there's a lot of inaccuracies in terms of just what we think might happen when you get this. So. I, I get annoyed at those type of people, but I also just, like you said, it's very, I think that the, the, the way to kind of put the bow around it, like I said, is just, it's such a bad example to set for people to just be like, we're not going to find anybody. We're not going to do this. And like you said, the postseason bubble, I thought that was supposed to be a thing. How is this happening? Like he technically, right, I how think is it was the his... only person who got COVID. Exactly. And it's like, there's all, I don't care, man. Like if I were the commissioner of baseball, if this thing was set up properly, it's like, hey, Justin Terry, you go back on that field, but you're not playing baseball next year at all if you do that. That would be my – I'm very kind. I take like a draconian approach almost when it comes to certain <laughs> things that go on in baseball. Like I'm just like, yeah, sorry. Hey, uh, you know, when Buster Posey got hit by whatever, Hunter Strickland, hey, Hunter Strickland, you're gone for like 45 games. That's how you un unwritten rules. It's not that hard. But, of course, there's so many things that prevent that from happening, whether it be MLBPA and blah, 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 right? But I think that it's just very 
it was very unfortunate. And it's it's kind of it's not surprising, and it kind of encapsulates baseball is that yeah, just a terror to get any type of suspension. And yay, Dodgers were the World Series. Cool. Congratulations. It's just like the things that you can get suspended for versus not suspended for. Justin Turner put hundreds of people's lives at risk. Yeah. I and there's some people that. in the Dodgers organization that tested positive recently, by the way. So we didn't even mention that. Like there's yeah, there's like people I, that just tested positive. I think that was late last night. I believe I got the notification. We're recording this on a Sunday. Uh, I have no idea, honestly, about any news that happened uh, this past Saturday, November 7th, because of other things that happened in the world. But I believe that it was uh, announced that some people got uh, COVID in the Dodgers organization, about eight people, if I'm not mistaken. The thing that's so frustrating to me is that there's like all these Dodgers players saying, even Mookie Betts, and this was so, so so disappointing to me because it's Mookie and like he's such a great guy and he is so philanthropic. Like he spent the 2018 World Series series in Boston and like go around bringing food trays of food to the homeless people in downtown Boston. Like that's mm-hmm. the kind of guy he, he has done so much for Tennessee during COVID. So it was very surprising to me to hear, like Mookie said, forget all that. You know, he's our teammate. And I understand yeah. like the sentiment is like, we love this guy. Like we don't want to make him feel like a pariah, but it's like, I'm sorry, this isn't up to you. You're baseball players, not medical professionals. Like mm-hmm. I don't really give a crap if Dodgers players give Justin permission to be on the field because like, who the hell are you to give him that permission? And it just shows you like the balance of authority and like the lack of protocol in place that was enforced of like, Oh, well, his teammate said it was fine. So I guess it's fine. Like, I'm sorry, is Dr. Fauci on the Los Angeles Dodgers now? Did I miss when the World Health Organization started <laughs> managing the Los Angeles Dodgers? Like, Oh, you didn't know? I, he was making some numbers in AAA, actually. They called him up recently. It was pretty nuts. That was a big story. <laughs> I mean, I would not bet against Fauci. I don't want to get too into this, but I just feel like, you know, not suspending Justin Turner only reminds people that we have such like a puppet joke as a commissioner in this league. What are you going to punish? Like, so you're not going to punish players for devising their own cheating scheme. Yeah. You're not going to punish a guy who tested positively. Also, why was he allowed to play that night if he had already received an inconclusive test? Like, yeah, he and- should have been out of there by mm-hmm. the second inning. We didn't even talk about that. But, like, where, like, you know, MLB has to be like the buck stops somewhere, you know? And, like, as of right now, it's mm-hmm. like the buck stops. A million miles that way so we can take zero responsibility yeah and i think that's the perfect way to say it is like is it did we know for sure that he had it to had to get to the game no but the fact that he might and we it's an inconclusive test like you said let's just all right have him out of the game let's just not do that and it's possible based on what we know about baseball that they just couldn't bear the idea of postponing the series potentially by a week if you waited for everything and because we would have gotten that second test and it would have said you know Justin Turner has tested positive, so they would have had to wait, right? Uh, and I guess they just didn't want to do that. And that's just kind of where where we unfortunately are, I think. And it's crazy to see that that's just, yeah, it just happened. And apparently they're just going to try and move on. And that's kind of how the thinking in a lot of ways in all sports really is right now. I mean, I don't know if, uh, like I said, at the time of recording, it's so recording on Sunday. Last night, there was a, a big college football game between Notre Dame and Clemson. And then there was just yep. like, a, you know, shout out to kids. I love kids. I love kids. You know, I'm not one of those people who, even if it's only a minor upset, that I'm like, no, who cares, man? Let kids be kids. But this is one of the only times where, like, hey, actually, college football, how about you just not have, like, 30,000 people in the stadium? I don't know how many there actually was, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, And they're just storming the field. So it's like, yeah, it's just very – 
it's a very good microcosm, not even a microcosm. It's honestly bigger than that of just where we are right now, especially in sports and people just being like, uh, whatever, I'll push through. No, it's, this isn't like, you know, when I'm watching one piece and Luffy's getting his butt kicked that he has to push through and beat the bad guy. No, this is not like that. <laughs> Sorry guys. This is real life. We got to kind of, you know, address things and then, and then you can have the good stuff. It's I'm telling you, it's worth it. Trust me. The whole thing, just, it's just so frustrating. I mean, like we're having, you know, we're having this week, we're seeing a lot of leadership changes across different areas of the sport and the country. And I would just like to request that while we're at it and replacing bad leaders, maybe we should get a new commissioner of baseball. Maybe, yeah, well, you know? I mean, we'll see what happens. But unfortunately, as long as it's more of an ownership thing. And if the owners are cool yep. with him, then unfortunately, that's probably what we're going to have, you know, happen. You know that players don't like him, and you know that fans don't like him. Fans booed him at the World Series. Yeah, that was nuts. He let, like, he let fans in. Like, this is, like, after a whole – think about it this way. Oh, my way. God, yeah. A whole season, a whole season of no fans in the stands, right? You know? And then Manfred's like, all right, I'm going to let fans in the stands for the postseason here in Texas. So fans get into the ball ballpark because of Manfred and then boo Manfred. That shows mm-hmm. you how – unpopular he is he's the only reason that they're there like they shouldn't they probably should not have been there in the first place let's be honest but yeah he's the reason that they're there because you know money and they're still booing him like what Mm -hmm. does that tell you it says a lot about where baseball is had and cut everybody that about does it for part one of my conversation with gabrielle stay tuned for part two tomorrow and of course remember to send me your questions that's super important for the mailbag this week that i hopefully would love to do uh it's been a while since i've did one so i think that and i think there's plenty of questions out there for sure so uh definitely do that if you can guys but that all being said though that about does it for today's edition of the lockdown padres podcast guys the only pod that may be better than the padres themselves remember to subscribe to the podcast where you get your podcast from stitcher spotify apple podcast google podcast himalaya overcast wherever check it out just type it all in the search bar and you'll find it uh follow the show or myself on twitter obviously as i said before at lo underscore pirates or at javapeno spelled j-a-v-i-i-p-e-n-o you know do me a favor and send me some positive reviews on the old itunes app and until next time stay safe and of course stay faithful my fried faithful homies take care